everybody. Welcome back for another episode of Coach My World. I am Renee Roberts and I am your therapeutic coach. Thank you guys for continually supporting through your downloads, through your sharing of the podcast. And above all things, thank you for making uh, these things applicable to your life. It keeps me on the journey of researching and looking for things that are going to be beneficial in your healing and self-discovery and forward progress journeys, right? And also, I'm super excited about so many of you taking advantage of joining uh or allowing me, I should say, to join you on your journeys. Uh, You've been on my website, you've booked some sessions. So if you have not had the opportunity and it's been in the back of your mind, like I really need to connect with Coach Renee, don't delay. I'm always here, www.iamreneroberts.com. You can also find me on Facebook and Instagram at I am Renee Roberts. And as far as the podcast is concerned, on Facebook, we do have a Facebook group called the Coach My World Podcast Fam. So if you are a part of this podcast and you're part of the fam and you want to discuss more about certain episodes or maybe you just want to drop some ideas to me or some comments, that's what the group is all about. So I appreciate it. Even this uh, journey that we're on right now concerning friendship was sparked by one of our listeners. So I encourage you to just get in on that group so that you can use it for your benefit. And guess what? That also helps others. And of course, you already know this. My ultimate goal is for every episode to be a therapeutic time of self-discovery, healing, and for progress for your life. So let's get our lives moving forward. Fam, what is up? How are you and how is your friendship journey going right now? How are, are, are you using these past episodes to better what you already have or to start some things some things that are new whether whatever it is I hope that it is benefiting you and my hope is that these episodes are helping to advance your understanding of friendship and its role in your life in addition to helping you heal and build on this area of your life yes all right so this episode I want to now dive into the psychological side of things, which is where the inner work truly begins. And this is where my passion begins as well. I want to deal with a few things that make us feel like we are okay or good without friends. You know, that we don't need friends or like my daughter says, I'm good off that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? When we think that way, something has happened, fam. Something has has literally uh, gone dysfunctional because it is not within our inherent nature to be alone. We are built to evolve with others. We are built to live life with others, to do life with others, not just married, not just with children, not just with kinship, but we are built to to grow with others, to love on others and allow others to love on us. We are built to enjoy each other, right? It's a part of who we are. And life without at least one friend is a life that lacks depth. I know, I know if you don't have friends, those are the only people that are going to be mad at me right now uh, that are the people that don't have friends. But let me say it to you. I'm letting you know without friends, without at least one friend, your life is lacking depth. Why? Because honestly, good and healthy friends literally add depth to your life. They add depth to your life. Some of our lives are very shallow. Because we just will not embrace the idea of making friends. 
And I'm talking about as adults, because once again, children don't struggle with this. I won't say all children, but most children, the average child does not struggle with this. This is it, this is normal. It's normal to make friends everywhere you go. They're making friends. It's easy. But it's this adulthood that messes us up. And unfortunately, uh, you know, because our lives become so influenced by uh, the imprints, the psychological imprints of life, we believe we're functioning in this space of friendlessness naturally, when actually that's really not the case. So I, I, as this emerging uh, psychologist that I am, <laughs> I love the sound of that, I want to address that kind of stuff. And I want you to think about how friendship was modeled in your family when you were growing up. Like, what did that look like? You know, friendlessness or the lack of desire to have friends is really a result of our psychological process, which includes our upbringing, our experiences, and even our cultural examples, right? And our cultural beliefs. When you were growing up, were friends deemed important or optional? Were uh, Was friendship a shallow a pastime or something intimate or an intimate experience. You know, I hear so many of my clients share that in their homes growing up, family was your friend. <laughs> your family is your friends. You, you got siblings, those are your friends. And sometimes that's because there were so many of them, <laughs> but that's how it was that's how it's viewed in a lot of households, especially when I'm dealing with my Haitian uh culture. Or even sometimes my Jamaican culture, uh, you know, Islanders, I will say, that is big. It, that is big in the culture, you know. And, and so because that was the case, it wasn't until college or adult, adulthood that many of them were even, they even started to explore what friendship really was outside of the family. Thankfully, we are adaptable creatures so it's never too late, fam, to begin the friendship journey, all right? I want to get into the psychological processes that make us feel like friendship is irrelevant or significant, that makes us feel like we don't need it, all right? So let's get into it. Let's get into it. So the first thing, the first thing, and I think I have five to, for this episode, but let's go with it. First, let's talk about introversion. Introversion goes deeper than being shy or withdrawn. Uh, it's actually the tendency to be concerned with one's own thoughts and feelings rather than with external things, right? The traits of extroversion and introversion are, they're, they're central dimensions in our human personalities. So we all could be subject to either or throughout our lifespan, one, you know, the first decade, you may be an introvert. The The latter part of your life, you may be an extrovert, depending on what's happening in your life, right? When I was young, I was very introverted. I was very quiet. I was very withdrawn. But um, I heard that even when I was younger, I was extremely extroverted. But from what I can remember, you know, going through my teenage years, I was pretty introverted until I became older and adult. And now, of course, y'all know. Your girl is straight up out there in them streets, all right? So depending on what's happening in your life, that could shift on you. Now, if you're identifying as, as introverted as an adult right now, this may affect your ability to make friends. Research shows that introverts often find large groups of people draining and they need alone time to emotionally recharge. Is that you? Am I in someone's kitchen right now? 
Am I sitting at the table with you, looking you in your eyes? You know, I know that we may think that introverts don't value social connections, and that is not what I'm saying. But that's not, and, and it's not the truth. All right. Instead, they are literally just more inclined to prefer smaller and more intimate groups and conversations. Get me somewhere private, a little one on one. Um, I'm a little better with that. I'm a little more comfortable with that. But too many people stresses me out. If that's you, just breathe. Just breathe. We're going to get through this and I'm going to help you through this. And if you're struggling with introversion to the degree that it is keeping you from connecting with others socially, there are so many things you can do practically to help. But be encouraged to know that you can still make meaningful friendships. All right. Life is not over. So let me help you with some tools on this. First of all, I want you to focus on one person at a time, all right? Just focus on one person at a time. Remember, quality is more important than quantity when you are talking about friends. If you find someone that seems inviting, initiate some plans to spend time with them. I know, I know, I'm pulling on somebody's anxiety right now, you know, because this is easier said than done. But I want you to gather up enough energy. I want you to gather up enough uh, boldness to make that first move. Then I want you to start saying yes to to those invitations you've been getting, those social invites, those party invites, let, those let's go out for uh, Starbucks or to the, you know, to the movies or whatever it is. But I want you to set some boundaries for yourself when you do accept these, when you start saying yes. All right. Introverts still have the ability to enjoy parties and large gatherings. In fact, these types of events can be crucial for finding new friends. But start by placing time restraints on yourself for the event. Start there. You already should know ahead of time, like, you know what? I'm going to say yes to this party, but I'm only going to stay for an hour. This is where we begin. You, and, and, you know, because knowing you can leave at your appointed time limit will usually make it easier to enjoy the moment rather than focusing on when you should leave. So now I've already prepared, like I'm staying for an hour. So if it starts at 730, I may not get there to eight because I'm only staying from eight to nine, you know, or or I'm, I'm going to be... Um, casually late, you know, so that I can stay for my full hour and still enjoy certain benefits of the outing. But whatever it is, set set some boundaries for it, okay? That was just one example of setting time. And then I want you to embrace who you are. Embrace who you are. You understand what I'm saying? It's okay to be an introvert. You don't need to be the biggest personality in the room or the loudest or the most talkative. You don't have to be outgoing just to make friends. People are attracted to confidence, honey. So the more confident you are with you and the more confident you are in your introversion, the more likely you are to attract some really good friends. Introversion does not mean that I have to be insecure. Introversion does not mean that I have to be, um, that I have to lack confidence. You understand what I'm saying? I hope this is making sense to your heart. All right. So that's the first thing. I just wanted to talk about this whole introversion. Now, I want to explore social anxiety a little because it is different from introversion, although some introverts do have or or suffer from social anxiety. But not everyone that suffers from social anxiety is an introvert. You do have some extroverts that struggle with social anxiety. All right. Just let you know. So social anxiety is a very common anxiety that goes, goes unaddressed many times. It goes undetected many times because many people don't want to admit to having this type of anxiety. Yet it, it exists, guys. 
We got it. Some of us have it. And the thing about social anxiety is that it can make everyday interactions seem so intimidating. And so you start struggling within yourself. It's not an external thing where I'm going to keep myself away and, and introvert myself. But it just becomes this internal war that's like, oh, my God, like I'm stressing out. I'm sweating. I'm My stomach is turning. My head is hurting. You know, if you struggle with social anxiety, you might feel overly concerned about what others think of you or even how they see you. Do I look good? What do I look like? I wonder what they're thinking. Oh, they laughed. Are they laughing at me? All of those types of things. So instead of enjoying making connections, you are spending most of the time ruminating over what you did or did not do right. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? Social anxiety definitely can put a block to your ability to make and maintain healthy friendships. But guess what? Here's the victory in this whole report. It is possible. The reality of this is that it's difficult to have meaningful conversation or to make meaningful connections when you are overthinking about just being judged. You're overthinking about what you have on and how people are looking at you. You're overthinking about your weight. You're overthinking about just, I mean, we think of anything and it gets crazy. So the best thing you can do for yourself is to start taking little initiatives by doing the things that make you uncomfortable. Yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. I said uncomfortable. I did not make an error on that. So for example, you can simply try asking someone if they want to keep in touch, even if it makes you anxious or even if it makes you feel uncomfortable. Just ask them, you know, like after you've had a conversation or whatever. So, hey, you want to stay in touch? Let's stay in touch, you know, and that may stir your stomach. But um, I want you to just step out and try it. All right. The third thing I want to talk to you about is the fear of or, or the apprehension that comes along with being friendly. There are many reasons as to why people struggle with daring to be friendly. And as children, we give trust so easily until something damages that, right? But on, uh, but as we start developing into adults, the trust starts becoming more difficult. Can I get an amen? Sometimes it's to the point that it impairs us as we try to be social and make friends. And that's the bad part. So listen, meeting new people can be so freaking scary. I get it. So in order to protect ourselves against the threat of rejection or the threat of pain uh, or the threat of disappointment, it's not abnormal to be standoffish or to yourself until you find out or, or, or know that you are safe or know that you can trust someone in the, in, in the connection. Right. And let's not underestimate betrayal, the power of betrayal. My God, when we feel betrayed by others, we tend to be more cautious with who we let into our lives. Mm -mm. No, 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 you cannot enter. But somebody say, but she was coming with a but. Why is she coming with a but? But in order to make friends with someone, we have to show you must show that you are interested and that you are friendly. You can't walk around being unfriendly, looking disinterested, and think that people are going to be attracted to that. You know, you also have to be willing to open up and be transparent with your authentic self so that trust can be created. Trust can be built. Why? Because every single healthy friendship requires some level of vulnerability, fam. There's some level of vulnerability that goes into having a healthy friendship. Being completely closed off now, listen to me, this may misrepresent who you truly are and 
It may turn people off, which could be emotionally painful or damaging for you. Have you ever mis- misinterpreted someone's uh, closed-offness? Like, you know, not just saying that you felt the, the brunt uh, or the the reaction to it, but what about you reacting to someone else being closed off? Did that turn you off? Did it make you... I, I know for me, I'll be thinking, like, I just don't feel like working. I don't feel like trying to pull on people to be in a space that they are uncomfortable and that they don't want to strive to try to get into. So if they're closed off, you know what I do? Most times, culture just leaves them right into in that space where they feel safe. Yes? And that's okay, too. Because what I refuse to do is to damage or ruin the purpose that I am out being social, which is to have fun. Hello? You got time for that. But anyways, okay, I'm sorry. I'm, I don't I don't want to make it personal. But you understand what I'm saying. It's not it's important for you to recognize when you're starting to close yourself off and make a shift in that. Yes? Now sometimes it boils down to us just really being honest with yourself. And I want you to be honest with yourself right now and acknowledge that there will always be a possibility of being hurt. There's always a possibility that ability that you may be betrayed or or you know whatever the case is you may go through some pain you may be rejected however that doesn't mean that life is over it just means that I have to accept learn to accept these things and accept that there's a chance that these things may happen and I'm going to come to terms with it so that I can keep moving forward not carry baggage into the next opportunities of friendships and give myself a fair chance every single time opportunity is presented to me. Being betrayed can be damaging, I understand, but but not trusting out of fear of being betrayed again can also be even more damaging. So I'm going to leave this right here. Choose your damages wisely. Yeah? So as a call to action for those that are afraid to be friendly, here's what I want you to do during your interactions. All right? And I'm about to wrap this up. I want you to start learning to greet people with a warm smile. You may not know what your warm smile looks like. So I want you to get into the mirror. When you get off this, get into the mirror and and check out your smile. Check out, you know that smile you put on when you don't know people, when you're on the elevator with people that are strangers, when you enter a room of people you don't really know, or even sometimes that you know, what is that smile? What is that smile? And if you're smiling in the mirror and it doesn't look warm to you, by golly, I need you to shift it because I guarantee you it doesn't look warm to us either. All right. So just practice. And these things are things that I've had to practice myself because my resting face can be straight up angry looking. (laughs) You understand what I'm saying? I've had to learn to uh, present who I really am, which is this cool, fun, uh, loving, um, love to have fun, friendly person. That's really who I am. But I, I've given off some other stuff before. So I'm just, I'm just trying to help you out. All right. So greet them with a warm smile, just a warm smile. I do that sometimes and it lightens up the whole mood between me and a stranger. It did determine whether we're going to speak or not. The smile first, right? Then I want you to start making some small talk. Make small talk, guys. That's really easy. Small talk. Small talk can be about something that's present. Some, You know, um, the other day I was in Publix and was waiting on a fresh um, rotisserie chicken to be done. And, you know, the little lady in, in the deli, she's, she looks of age and um, she was going a little slow. And so now rotisserie chicken is about 20 of those mugs inside the, the rotisserie cooker. And she's like, okay, 
lining all the papers to put all these chickens. Like she was about to package all the chickens. So there's another guy, he walks up and he's waiting on chicken too. And we're both just looking so frustrated because I had already been standing there for about 15 minutes. So 15 minutes longer than she predicted. So I go and um, I, you know, remind her, hello, chickens over here. He's looking like me too. Don't forget me too. And we both just look like, I, and I looked at him. I said, I know darn well she's not about to package all of the chickens before she give us one each. <laughs> he was like, I know, you know, right? So now him and I are the best of friends. We're talking, we're small talking, we're we're making sure. He started telling me about another special at Fresh Market. For, so for those of you that shop Fresh Market, he said on Thursdays, they have $6 whole chickens or seven, one of those, one of those prices. So I'm like, it was really cool. We're just talking and we're making sure that each of us get our chickens. All right, small talk. You see how small that was? Just making small talk. You can make small talk out of anything. Small is just that, it's small. Once it's over, it's over. There's no emotional connection. We weren't trying to exchange numbers. We weren't really trying to be friends. We were being friendly. All right. Next, I want you to ask them questions to get to know them. So now we're talking about going into deeper uh, dialogue with someone you're connecting with. Uh, Ask them questions to get to know them and start sharing some relevant things about yourself as well. So while you're asking questions and they're talking, you share something relevant about yourself. Don't go like you're interviewing people. People don't want to hear that. They want to have exchange. They want to have dialogue dialogue, right? And then I want you to compliment them when you think they've done something good or when you see something good. That's one of my big tools. I use that a lot, especially if I'm dealing with someone that's disgruntled. I will pull out a compliment so fast out of my hat and I'm looking, looking, looking them over and I'm like, what can I compliment them over on? And I just compliment. I don't care if it's the color of their hair, if it's it's the way they talk, if it's the way they handled something. I'm constantly complimenting and it opens the door to further conversations. All right, that was four. Number five, I want you to I want you to ask them how they've been since the last time you saw them. If this is a, a reoccurring person that you've seen before, act. You know, I, listen. I do it all the time. Be like, hey, good to see you. Oh my God, it's been a while. And a lot of times, I have to take a few minutes to gather in my memory what is their name. But, you know, in those moments, it doesn't even matter because the connection is, oh, my gosh, she's engaging and she she remembers me because I'm saying the last time I saw you, how have you been since the last time? It's been a long time, girl. What's up? Now, I am very honest. If I run into somebody in the streets and I don't remember who they are, I am not too proud to say, um, mm, I'm sorry. I don't remember. What was your name? Where did we meet again? I'm good with that. And people appreciate that more than you trying to play like you know who they are. Stop it. You know, if you ever saw the Devil Wears Prada, you don't have a, a, a Emily on your on your left and your right reminding you of these names. All right. So let's tighten up on that. Let's just ask, but be honest if you don't remember. And then lastly, if you enjoy talking to someone, tell them. I do that. I'm like, oh my God, it was so good seeing you. It was so good talking to you. Had a wonderful time. Uh, See you next time. Because it's not always that I want to stay in connection. All right. But those are just some things that teach you how to be friendly. How to be friendly. Being friendly opens the door to friendship. Ooh, fam. I am hopeful that this information has located you and provided you with some validation and some empowerment for your social life. Many people, you know, silently suffer from loneliness simply because they have no friends, y'all. 
No intimate connections, no one to speak their hearts to, no one to laugh with, no one to act a fool with, no one uh, to just chill with. And and if you have friends, that's great. So this may not be hitting hard for you, but let's not be insensitive to those that struggle with finding a circle of friends or, or like I like to call it, uh, finding a tribe. You may have your tribe, but someone else may not. And fam, if you're on that struggling end in any of these areas and you desire some support and guidance, make sure you contact me. My information is in the show notes. Let's talk about it. Let me help you find a solution and some strategies. Let's begin the journey of moving your life forward socially, honey. Well, fam, this has been another amazing episode. I love you. You know this. And I'm so excited to have the honor of sharing these tools with you for your life. This is what brings me joy, y'all. This is what I love to do. And don't forget, if you have a topic you would like me to present on the podcast, please let me know. And if you want to get in on it with me, like you, you're bold enough to come up on this thing with me, let's do it. Let's get into it. All right. So until next episode, fam. Keep pushing yourself beyond the limitations that impede your ability to make friends. Remember, it's within you to have healthy, amazing friendships. It's never too late. Believe in you enough to do the work. Remember, you got this and I got you. Have a great one, family.